recording. All right, everybody, welcome to the Goblin Beat uh, Goblins Gaming Podcast. We are live on the Twitch. If you want to check that out, you just go to twitch.tv backslash Goblins Gaming Podcast. You can Very watch Twitch. live, or you can view anything that we've broadcasted within the last two weeks. Uh, also, of course, our podcasts are available on. Uh, you know, major providers, mostly through the, you know, wonder of, uh, whatever. Ruiz? I don't, I don't know. Internets? <laughs> no, not, not internet. Uh, I don't know. We're on, we're on, we're on podcast platforms. It's whatever. Go look for us. Um, I think we're so, on all of them. Yeah, we're, we're on all of them. Every single one of them. We're, we're going to be more popular than, uh, like, you know, I don't know. Snap judgment one day. We're gonna we're gonna take their jobs. That's not. I don't even know what that is, but yeah. Great, it's a great podcast. Check it out. All right. Anyway, I'm Matt. <clears throat> we're gonna be playing Protectors of Eld tonight for because of reasons. Um, I am playing Balos, uh, Arcane Archer, and also join us tonight. We have John, who's playing Mokuzar. Whose character may or may not go through puberty tonight? I've been told. If you're watching, uh, if you're watching us on the Twitch, uh, John is the one who's just a forehead and a halo. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wanted to be like Brandon tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Except Brandon's not cool enough to have a halo. Yeah, yeah, Brandon. Yeah. You have to be twenty feet away from the. Oh, something's <laughs> flying in from the. Fuck a bird flying in from the north. <laughs> Must be migration season. It's <laughs> a very slow bird. Very ponderous bird. Uh, also joining us tonight. But it is um, an angry bird, not a sponsor. It is, it yes. Is. Uh, Brandon, uh, who will be playing the uh, barbarian who doesn't know when to stop, Orin. Yes, he does not know when to stop, and also uh, he considers uh, any type of written language evil. So, <laughs> trying to save people from the written word. It's offensive. Yeah, I mean, it's... Those languages. Oral traditions were good enough for the ancients, and they're good enough for there us. There you go! All of a sudden, we gotta change shit up. I mean, Speaking of Mokuzar's mom... Um. <laughs> Do we have a new get new image of her this week? No, I was just saying she's big on the world traditions. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that took a little while to sink in. No, same experience when you lay on top of her. Obviously, Danny is joining <laughs> us tonight as well, uh, <laughs> handing out the jokes. <laughs> uh, oh gosh. All right, we might as well end it there. Thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> That's as good as it's going to get tonight, so we're just going to call it. And uh, just join us next week. And um, direction we're going. <laughs> this is our fastest and best podcast ever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We just do it. We just, uh, you know, what do uh, kind of like in Living Color back in the day with the uh, Dirty Dozens. We'll just do one on Mokazar's mom the whole the whole episode. <laughs> Don't eat. All right. Me. No. Yeah, she never said that. Jeez. <laughs>
All right. Did everybody get introduced? Holy crap. This is this podcast is rated E for everyone. <laughs> Brandon's Let's taking out frustrations tonight. All right. <laughs> All right. So Danny, uh tell them about what we're doing with the feats. Yeah, so uh after a few days of traveling, you guys realized those rings you were wearing had another purpose. Those rings you got from Galorn, they actually uh, inject more uh, knowledge into your brain pans, and you guys gain a feat almost for free. Although if you lose those rings, that feat's gone, so don't get your hand chopped off. At least not that one. Actually, that's a pretty cool magic arm idea. It gives you a feat. Mm-hmm. Too bad I didn't put it on a shoe. That would have been great. But all so right, it could be a toe ring. Uh, put it on your toe. Yeah. So, yeah, See, I, that's what it is. If you want the water, you wear it on your hand. If you want the feet, you wear it on your toe. So yeah, whatever you guys want to do. I took Fey touched, which gives you a plus one to your wisdom, charisma, or intelligence. Plus, you get a misty step, and then a first level spell of your choice that you can cast without expending a spell slot and you get those back after taking a long rest. It's pretty sweet feet. When you said you were touched, I was overcome with the urge to say, bless your heart. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So that's your feet. Uh, Anybody else decide on one yet? Have you John? No, because uh, I'm indecisive man tonight. So, um, it was a little bit difficult situation for me trying to figure out for Orn because, well, there's a lot, there's, there's several decent feats for, um, barbarians. I mean, the two that stand at the kind of the top are Sentinel and Great Weapon Master. Um, particularly in the type of build I went with Barbarian, which is probably more like stereotypical vanilla build, but still, um, looking at the Tasha's, um, cauldron feats that came up slasher came up as an option that might be there or crusher and uh looking through it all it just kind of kept coming down to like as much as i would do sentinel i don't think it's going to benefit the party as much because there's not really that many people up close that's going to be pulling people away getting reactions and stuff like that so um i decided to go with great weapon master okay so before have you already locked that in on your character well, I mean, it's not locked in yet. Uh, I don't. I I don't run the minus five plus ten. That's not my jam. Um, it'll be minus five plus a d ten. I mean, I don't. That was really wasn't the thing that turned me on to it. It was just more of the getting the extra yeah. attack per turn. Okay. By bringing a creature to zero, or uh, I yeah. mean, literally, that's like that can put me in a situation of fighting off. Um, other creatures and just like basically getting a free attack to kill them off. And I get my extra attack to attack something else. So, yeah. So whenever you kill something, you can make a bonus action attack. Uh, yeah. So it's a bonus action. So, yeah, it's pretty, it's, I mean, it's great. Just that part of it is great. A great feat. Um, but you know, if anyone else right now has a decent argument for something different, I'd be open to listen to it. I mean, I'm not super excited about Great Weapon Master, but it just seemed like the utilities will be the most beneficial for us. What's Orcish Fury do for you? 
Orcish see. Fury. Plus one to strength or con. <coughs> Where is that at? Uh, one of the Xanathar's racial ones. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the list in the in the compendium up here on the right. Uh, when you hit with an attack using a weapon, you roll one of the weapon's damage dice an additional time and add that as extra damage. You use this ability. You can't use it again until you finish a short rest. So it's, yeah, short rest. And then, So you uh, just get an extra die once per short rest? Yeah, but yeah, then, then the other one too. Yeah, the other part is after you use your Relentless Endurance, you can use your reaction to make an attack. Um, so it's basically like a last gasp attack. Eh. I'd say overall it's situationally good. You're also getting plus one to strength or con. Right. I don't know if that would give you a bump in either of those. Uh, Let's see. Right now for strength, I'm at 19. So that would take me to 20. And I'd be able to go ahead and bump my constitution or dex up by one. I won't get an immediate benefit out of it, but... Is there a? Sorry, that's Eva in the background. Is there a feat for people who don't wear armor? Like there's light armor, medium armor, and heavy armor masters. After looking at some more stuff, I've I think I might have figured out that I'm just going to have to uh, forego my uh, unarmored defense and just get like half plate or something, so I can still get the benefit of my plus two decks, and it would increase my armor class all the way up to nineteen. Uh, just don't have to pay yeah. for it. Doesn't your, but your, uh, I mean, it goes up over time, right? Isn't it based on like your proficiency bonus and stuff? Uh, it's primarily my dex and con score. <clears throat> so I get to add my con score to my, uh, AC if I go in unarmored. Gotcha. I mean, it's going to benefit me, like, if I can eventually get my constitution and dexterity up, like, really high. But, um, for right now, it's probably going to benefit me more to do, like, half plate. Uh, at least being able to like take more hits. <clears throat> I mean, Orgus Fury always, looks alright, but there's always tough. It's two extra points a level. Uh, and that's... Attack user. Either thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so the likelihood of getting an extra... Um, A target advantage, so that actually, I think that might be better than Great Weapon Master. You get an extra attack as a bonus action, but here's the thing: if I'm using the the bag of animals, I'll use my bonus action a lot of times to direct what they're doing. So I may not always get to use that bonus attack, but Savage. Attacks. Yeah. Have any different ideas? Not yet, at least. Yeah. Maybe when you're. Spell that I chose in addition to Misty Step is Hunter's Mark. Oh, is that divination or enchantment? 
It is. It's divination. There you go. I was either going to, it was a toss up between that and Hex. And I decided to go with Hunter's Mark because Hex specifies what kind of damage it is, but Hunter's Mark does not. Is it just it's extra just, damage of the of the time? It's just extra damage. Yeah. With with hex, it's one d it's extra one d six necrotic damage, but with hunter's mm -hmm. mark, it's just extra damage. Okay. This seems like the best ones to choose as someone who's never going to go up on this spell. You know, never going to cast it at higher levels. Unless I'm thinking like heroism or something like that, but. Anyway. Gotcha. Yeah, so it'll be 1d6 damage of whatever the type is, so piercing would be for you. Right. <clears throat> All right. Plus, Hunter's Mark to seem to go more in line with, you know, an archer. I think that's an awesome, yeah, an awesome uh, thing for you with an archer, yeah. Especially with your whole magic arrow thing you got going on. Yeah, I thought it made sense. As long as you can keep concentration up, it lasts for an hour. So, yeah, you can just keep using a bonus action to transfer transfer mm -hmm. it to a new creature once you kill the other one. Yeah. See, I love feats. They make your character so much more interesting. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I was going to take a feat next time it came around anyway because I'd maxed out my dexterity at 20. Um, mm -hmm. Although now that I've gotten to take a feat this way, I might. <laughs> Uh, I might just ability. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, be cool. All right, John. All the pressure's on you. What are you going to do for a feat? I could take the other Fey thing, and then I would get Misty Step. I'd get it twice, and then I would get it back after a short rest. Too. <laughs> and I get to increase in abilities some more. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. That'd be cool. All right. So, um, I, I was thinking about. With the circle of spores, you're adding nec uh, necrotic damage to your bludgeoning attacks. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking about taking Polearm Master, even though I don't have reach with a quarter staff. I'd still get to hit people when they come into the range. And then I can also bonus action melee attack. Uh, and the necrotic action, uh, necrotic damage would would tack onto that, so it'd be a D4 plus D6, I think, at this level. Gotcha. So I was thinking about that. With that, uh, with your shillelagh, your shillelagh requires a bonus action, though, right? So you wouldn't be able to shillelagh in quarterstaff attack. Well, shillelagh, you, you cast as a bonus action, uh, but it lasts for a minute, and it okay. doesn't require concentration. Gotcha. So you'd just be giving up the attack that first round. Right. So the first round you cast Shillelagh, and then for the rest of the fight you'd be able to smack stuff. Gotcha. All right. Then Danny did what? Well, I was going to say you suggested the magic initiate instead to go with like booming blade or green flame blade. Here's here's my argument against this. I I didn't use green flame blade, but um, I had a bard character that used. Booming Blade, or a rogue character that used Booming Blade, and a lot of times after I would hit a creature with it, they would move, so then they don't take the extra thunder damage. 
I mean, that is a downside. Blade, so I'm not sure on that. I can't find Green Flame Blade. I wonder if that's in like the Sword Coast Adventurers Guide or something. Well, that's where it originally was, but I thought they <clears throat> reprinted it in oh, Tasha's. They did. I found it. It's, it's got a dash, a hyphen, so I couldn't find it when I was searching. Okay. Did they change it at all in Tasha's? Um, <clears throat> let's see. You make an attack as part of the spell on a hit. It suffers normal attacks. And flame leaps around. The second creature takes fire damage equal to your spellcasting ability modifier. Okay, so it's basically doing splash damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gosh. And then at certain levels, it, it bumps up. So at fifth level, it's... So when you reach fifth level, <clears throat> the attack does an extra 1d8 fire damage to the target on, on a hit. And the fire damage to the second creature is 1d8 plus your ability modifier. So as of right nice. now, it would be an extra D8 damage for the main creature, yeah, and then bounce. So, I mean, <clears throat> that would add extra damage every time you hit right now. Not terrible. That's pretty good. Because it'd be that plus the necrotic damage from the spore thing. Mm-hmm. would be putting out some serious hurt. Plus, if you cast Shillelagh. Right. Yeah, because you could do Shillelagh and Green Flame Blade on the same turn. Since it's yeah. a, uh, a cantrip. Let's do it. Let's do the magic initiative. Let's try it. Because we all know after, like I, like I told you in the private message, after you uh, <laughs> teased that Tarask, it's only so long before you wheel that puppy out for, for real. Yeah, I'm thinking three more sessions. Okay. Oh, yeah, we'll be ready by then. <laughs> we can definitely handle it. Did Brandon leave, or is he just so far back in his chair we can't see him at all anymore? Oh, good question. I think he left. <laughs> all right. So, um, I guess I, I guess I can go ahead and add the feet to my sheet. I think you can drag it onto your sheet. <clears throat> well, what I'm saying though is like I, I won't have all the spore stuff yet, though. Gotcha. Wise. No, yeah, he just totally left. He gone. Well, yeah. While while he's gone, uh, you guys, there's a there's an ocean right here. You guys could just have him jump in it and swim with the sharks for no reason, if you want to. Could do that. That's what happens when you're late to the game. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but, but that does happen, apparently. It happened to me. They didn't know there were sharks in there. Yes, they, yes, they did. The, the session before that, we had gotten the sharks to get out of the way by throwing dead bodies in the water. They didn't remember that from session to <laughs> session. Do they, and they also didn't remember that the tide goes down during low tide, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot that didn't get remembered. You know, right. it is what it is. It is right. what it I is. Was, I was I was telling Chris after that session, I told him that according to my notes, like that was supposed to be like a quick chase where mm -hmm. you know, uh your character gets chased by the shark but you get away narrowly. And instead it turned it into like a knockdown drag out fight. 
And then the other one, the uh, the ambush by the half ogres, I thought for sure that was going to be a fight. And instead, y'all end up hiring them. <laughs> <laughs> that was a money-making opportunity. It was indeed. <laughs> so are we going to go dance with some uh, fun guy in the pale moonlight? Dances with wolves, obviously. Yeah, whatever. All right, so uh, yeah, we left off. You guys did a, a long rest right here at the at the edge of Lorien, and I guess you're ready to travel further south, right? You're going towards Nemo's camp. Yeah, we got to meet um, Skittles, whatever his name is. Snaps. Which Eminem. His original name was Snaps, but at, at some point I started saying Snacks. That's and, right. Uh, and That's why I thought it was Skittles. Snaps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Snacks, oh, gosh, Skittles. Wrong, Makes sense. I got the wrong notes open. I have notes for another completely different campaign up for some reason. Nobody let's just do why. it anyway. Let's just, <clears throat> let's, just, let's just flip the script. Let's go crazy. All right. Okay, <clears throat> so uh, look, I think Bogus is back. He reappeared. So, man, how was your trip to the astral plane? Really freaky. All right, so you guys wake up the next morning, and are y'all just ready to head straight for Nemo's camp? Oh yeah, let's do it. All right. Okay, everybody gets to roll me a d12. Would you guys start hustling down through there? Every day we're hustling. Mm. I only partially Five. that. Czar with the 12. Mokazar roll the 12. A 12 oh, by the way, uh, if you're listening, whoever put that monolith in Utah, good job. That's crazy. I haven't read about that yet. What was... Is uh, this the metal? How I got there yet? No, they have no clue. I saw the picture of it. It's in the middle of nowhere where no one would go other than the people who work there. Um, so I, I, I feels like it's an inside job. So anyway. with, with the aliens or the park services. But anyway, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Danny. Huh? I think I found a flaw with your idea. Which idea is this? Okay, so if I take Magic Initiate for Green Flame Blade. Yeah. Green Flame Blade is only usable by an Artificer, Sorcerer, Warlock, or Wizard. Mm-hmm. So all of those would have to use either my Charisma or my Intelligence modifier, not my Wisdom modifier. What's that have to do with anything? Uh, my intelligence and my charisma modifiers are zero and minus one. Is there a is there a is there a saving throw involved with Green Flame Blade? I didn't think there was. So, spellcasting ability is added to some of the damage. 
Oh, it's always that's it's not uh, in the text here, but it's always a minimum of one. Like everywhere in every book I've ever seen, it says your spellcasting ability modifier minimum one. Okay, that's weird. Well, I didn't know if maybe that was because of the shillelagh, because the the way shillelagh works is that then you're using your wisdom modifier, not your strength. Right. So is that what? modifies it uh let's see what magic initiate says again so it just says that your spell casting ability it depends on the class you chose charisma for bard sorcerer or warlock or intelligence for wizard yeah so uh both of those are minus one you said charisma and uh, intelligence Intelligence is zero. Charisma is minus one. Oh, yeah. I guess I would just say choose it as a wizard spell, and it's just a flat D8. Okay. Right. All right. So that won't okay. ever increase then. Uh, well, at level 11, it'll be 2D8. <clears throat> gotcha. Okay. All right, everybody, uh, you guys are walking through the forest. It's, uh, as we described it before, Lorian, it's kind of a, uh, just an overgrowth of forest, like uh, just beyond beyond anything. It's like if somebody comes out here with mulch and manure every day and just, you know, makes more stuff grow. So it's, it's somewhat hard walking, <clears throat> sort of mist in the air most of the time. Partially coming from the, Sorry. You know, the center of the continent. Partially coming, yeah, from from Orin. Damn, man. Um, I'm walking along. Uh, Orin, make a perception check for me. This is only the week I totally suck at it. Perceptify. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> What'd you get there? An 18. All right. You smell something kind of weird in the air, something like fragrant, <laughs> like some some strange flowers or something. Um, yeah, just just unusual, usual scent. Okay. But nothing, uh, you know. I try to see if anyone else can pick up on it and smell it. You just ask them. Mm. Dude, no, uh, uh-uh. I remember the last time you asked me to do that. I'm not. I'm not doing that again. <clears throat> nope. No, no, that was that would be funny earlier. I'm saving the better one for later tonight, but you can smell right now. No. Nah. I don't smell I don't smell anything. Look over at Mogazar. You owe me a sniff. <laughs> All right. Mogazar gives it a sniff and rolls a twenty four. All right, now, all right. so when you give it a sniff, all right, everybody roll a uh, con save. Mokuzar, you're going to roll it with disadvantage. Damn. Yeah. It takes a big, it takes a big sniff. Constitution save. Mokuzar has a disadvantage. Damn. The 19 on my disadvantage. Ooh, nice. All right. 11. 
All right, Mokazar, you, sm you smell, you do smell something kind of funny in the air, and then you, uh, uh, yeah, you smell something kind of funny in the air. What do you do? Well, I mean, let's just figure out what's causing this. I mean, I'm not, I'm not scared of anything in the natural world that I might encounter. All right, so what are you going to do? You say something to him, or? Well, do we, do we uh, catch an idea from which direction it's coming from? You think it's coming from the direction that you're you're walking? All right. Well, I just tell the others uh, we should keep our eyes peeled because there's obviously something up ahead, and it ain't no skunk. Does it have any useful spells they could cast? Well, you say that, and uh, nobody responds, and you turn and look, and uh, both of your friends are just kind of staring glassily into space, just uh, a slack-jawed grin on their face, just kind of just looking around. Sudden smells pretty. A little bit of drool coming out of Balos's <laughs> mouth. A little concerned. How far, how far behind me are they? Um, I, I don't know, about five feet. 10 feet, somewhere in there. They hadn't okay. moved since that initial uh, statement by Oren. I kind of wave my hand, see if there's any kind of reaction. Uh, not seeing one. Uh, I turn to see if there's any kind of threat that's uh, about to attack us. All right. You turn around and. Uh, Standing in front of you is about a about a twelve foot tall mushroom, some sort. Oh. Uh, it looks down at you, and some sort of gas or something comes pouring out of out of its like uh, arms and legs. You need to make another con save. I just hope it doesn't sling yogurt. Sling yogurt. <laughs> oh. Critical success. All right, so these things just pour over you, and you see little, uh, you can actually see them moving around, these little spores all around your body, and you're just like suffusing your body, but uh, but not, not harming you. You hear a voice in your head. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you hear a strange voice in your head, but it's not, it's not saying words. It's saying pictures? Very okay. strange. It seems it seems pleased with you, and reaches out a hand to touch you. You get uh, you get a feeling of affection from it. Actually, like it's supposed uh, uh -oh. to be your friend, not not uh, not dirty affection. <laughs> Total okay. platonic affection. Yeah, friendly affection. <laughs> um, given that this thing's not speaking common or orcish or anything like that. I'll attempt to address it in druidic, since it seems to be some kind of natural creature, and uh, and ask him, uh, you know, what what uh, what he needs of us. Uh, he see he uh, he sort of nods his head a little bit. His head's kind of part of a stalk thing. There's no real neck there, but he kind of moves it back and, back and forth. Then uh, holds out his hand. There's a uh, bunch of tiny little mushroom caps in his hand, and he uh, gestures like for you to take them. They have little blue caps on them. 
yeah, I'll I'll take them. All right, and then and then you get a. Uh, he says a picture in your head of you planting these around the the uh, south side of trees, all around the area. Just do have do I have any idea what kind of creature this is? You probably do. You're a druid. <laughs> um, give me. Well, you don't have to make a nature check as a druid. Uh, you know, this is some sort of myconid. Although you don't, you never heard of them being this large. This thing is gigantic. Uh, myconids are like uh, uh, intelligent fungal creatures, fungi. Okay, so for it to be this large, it must be important in some way mm-hmm. um, speaking to it again in druidic uh, I'll say that uh, I'm willing to do this for him uh, and ask uh, what what his name is okay he yeah he says a picture in your head it's uh, basically um, uh, the best you could come up with for a translation into any other language would be like uh, um, old, old red mushroom. Okay. <laughs> uh, about, about as close as it gets. Okay. And, uh, and then I guess I try to say one more thing. Uh, uh, what, what will these uh, small blue, blue caps do? All right. He uh, he uh, gestures, and uh, you see um, a couple of little tiny, small uh, blue uh, mushroom-like people, uh, like kind of like shuffle out from behind his feet, behind him where they were hiding. Okay. You get the feeling that they're like uh, young. Uh, like young versions of him, or or children, or or something like that. Okay, but I I don't sense any sort of like uh, nefarious intention or anything like that. No, yeah. For not, what you know about them, they're basically just natural creatures. They're not uh, evil or good necessarily. They just kind of exist normally on their own. Okay. Well, since I understand that like fungus and and decay and all of that are part of the natural order. I'm okay with, with uh, spreading that around because I know that's just part of the natural process. All right. So you tell him you'll do that. Yeah. Okay. He, uh, he, uh, uh, you think he sort of smiles. I don't know. It's hard to tell us. It doesn't have like a normal humanoid face, but he reaches down, down with both hands and puts his, puts his hands on, on your shoulders and it's extremely heavy when he does it like almost buckles your knees and uh you he, the picture in your, in your head is like some sort of a blessing maybe and then uh, yep. he he turns and starts to walk uh walk away every step takes him you know 10 12 feet away and those little little blue ones kind of run along behind him okay all right which one do you uh, hand do you like a half dozen of those little mushrooms? Okay, well I um I guess I'll take them and put them in a pouch uh, where they'll where they won't be damaged. Did okay. I have 
any kind of indication of the, as to where he might want me to plant these or um, it looks like them? the south side uh, and the picture in your mind was deciduous trees of different kinds so just the south side of deciduous trees All right. Um, so um, you put them in your in your pouch. You said, "Yeah." All right. All right. After you do that, uh, you look back, and uh, Ballas kind of wipes his chin and looks around. and says, "No, I don't smell anything." What smell? Probably just your uh, your your uh, body odor again, there, Ballas. Probably orange. It's not mine. Yeah, one day you'll smell like big orc too. Don't worry. Yeah, orcs are, <laughs> orcs are supposed to smell like this. You're getting there slowly but surely. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, you got to start just walking again. Yeah. We don't see the creature anymore. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, so I just kind of, without indicating that I had some kind of interaction there, I ask him, I'm like, so, uh, so what'd you think? Uh, you know, trying to see if, if they had any indication or any understanding of what was going on. Oh yeah. They, that was just a time lost to you guys. So what do we think about what? Did you say something? Did I miss it? Yeah, probably. It's an inside joke. Inside your mom? Yes. Yeah, most likely. <clears throat> All right. Well, you guys make it through lunchtime. Uh, well, lunch comes and goes. I guess you stop and eat. Uh, Where's snacks at? Happens. Snaps. It's supposed to be snaps. Yeah, but it's you changed the snap. You changed it to snacks, and we're not changing it back. It's too late. I changed it back on the map already. Hmm. Damn it, snacks. Plus, snaps camp sounds better. It's more snappy. All right. Um. Yeah. All right. So you guys have lunch. Nothing to stop about. Yeah, we drink some mead out of the out of the out of the ever ice box. Nice. All right. Keep looking back at this tattoo I got, trying to figure out what it is. <laughs> All right. Around uh, dinner time, it's starting to get starting to get dark. You guys are getting close to the road, and which is also uh, close to the intersection between Lorien and Carevor, as we can see we can see on the Twitch map here. Mm-hmm. Um, in the distance. Um, Balos, you hear just like a, con- a concussive sound, just like a cocoon. Kind of one as you feel on your chest a little bit. What do my elven ears hear? And it's off to the uh, east, northeast a little bit from where you guys are. You guys are kind of skirting the edge of the forest. So you're not off right along that ridge. To the northeast, so in the opposite direction of which we are heading. Yeah, like back. Back towards uh, what's the name of that? Zorlin floating city up there. Well, back towards the floating city thing up there. What's it called? Uh, I know it's got a name. Melgorn. 
What's the name of that floating city up there? Uh, Melbourne. Back up, okay. yeah, back up that way. All right. I, I guess I'll look back and see if I see anything. Uh, you see, yeah, give me a perception check. You can, you can all give a perception check if you say something about it. Yeah, I say, did you guys hear that? Yeah. We're smelling things. We're hearing things. All right, yes. Yeah, so everybody give me a perception check. That <clears throat> yeah. turn to look that way. Trying to get led. 13 for me. 13 for me. All right. You all get a prize if you also get a 13. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, another roll was a 13. Yeah, that's close. It's close. All right, 17. You all see, looks like some sort of a, a fire or a flame burst uh, kind of dissipating as you look off in that direction. That can't be good. I mean, is it far off? Like, really far off? Maybe 100 yards. Oh, God. Let's move. Yeah. Yeah. You got to move away from it or towards it? Away from it? And truck it. All right. You You want us to move towards it? Something hit the ground? Like, something landed? I was just asking what you meant by... Start moving. So it's up to you which direction you move in. I'm definitely not moving towards the blasting fireball. No, yeah. no. It's generally a uh, fallback type moment. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna move away. Totally cool with that. All right, y'all turn. Y'all turn to run, and there is a fear of fire in, in the path in front of you, just sitting there. Perfectly still, crackling in the evening breeze. Orange just kind of like leans next to Mo, like leans down and trying to sound like it. He can't be overheard, but being like, uh, Mo, what is that? Says, I'm not, I'm not sure. And, uh, I'm, Want to be prepared to cast dispel magic if it moves towards me? Uh, can I make uh-huh. a, maybe an Arcana check? Yeah, yeah, an Arcana check. As I mean, you guys, Orin you guys always thinks it, he can help, so he's uh... <laughs> an eighteen. All right, as you as you're watching it, it's it's kind of a reddish yellow, and then it's like some blue forms into it. <laughs> Orin, Orin, untrained. It's a four. Uh, you think it's a, like a flaming fear spell, but it—I mean—it's putting off heat like it shouldn't be from this from this distance. Is it because uh, of the realm that we're in? Like evocation spells here are stronger. Uh, you uh, you hear uh, from the woods off to your left, da, 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 and this guy steps out. Like he actually says that, and then steps out, and he's like got his hands at his at his at his hips with his. Chest and belly, a little bit poking out, and a uh, and a staff over his shoulder, and says, "Check that out." He's got uh, he's got black hair. It's long and all over the place, and he's got a wizard's hat on. It's kind of a purplish blue, kind of cocked to the side. And he's got he's got robes on, but they're like they're they're open, more like a bathrobe, of the same color, with with slacks and a sort of a dirty grayish 
pale linen shirt on underneath it with a belt kind of holding everything together. And he like cocks a finger at the, the flaming sphere. This isn't our halfling uh, hero, is it? No, he looks like he's he's half human, at least. Maybe, maybe partially something else. What do you think about that? And he's got he's got wild eyes. One's blue, one's green. You can't tell which is which. It's very hot. Very impressive. That's fire. It is fire. It's a very large. Very large, angry, swollen ball you have there. Very large, the, uh, flaming sphere. He starts laughing uh, uncontrollably, almost. He doubles over, <laughs> wipes the tear away, and goes, "That was great! That was great!" And uh, he snaps, snaps his finger, and, and the flaming sphere disappears. What are you guys doing here? Are you here to uh, make fire too? It's basically the best reason to come. Ooh. We're we get to make some more fire. We're actually heading to Caravor. Hey, yeah, we're, fire sounds fun. More fun. We're yeah, we're right on the line. It's I'm studying the the effect of the Caravor magic when I cast a spell in Caravor, but the spell comes out in Lorien, and vice versa. And then if I stand on the line, and half the spell is in Caravor, and half the spell is in Lorien, and so am I. You know, I'm just just checking out the different effects. Huh. Fireball! And, he casts fireball oh, and just explodes about about twenty feet above y'all's heads. <laughs> All right. And, and one half of it, one half of it's like this crazy blue blue color and goes goes about fifteen feet further than it should and almost burns you when the other side is normal. It's like, wow, that was a good one. He pulls out a book and starts writing down notes on it. Hey, well, good luck with that. We say as we hurriedly walk past him towards. <laughs> hey, the road. you guys want to help me test this? Orange is kind of looking over his shoulder, being like, Ooh. "He's kind of half walking behind you guys, half right, right, in his notebook." He's like, "Do you you want to help with some experiments?" Uh, uh, it depends on the odds of death. Experiment, even at worst, what? or best, depending on how you look at it. Depends on which side of the boundary we're standing on. Well. Ooh. We'd rather not get. John's got a cat butt in his face. <laughs> We'd rather not get burned. Hmm. Yeah, we're playing with fire, so. Right. Well, you are playing with fire. Thus far, we are not. Uh, well, we're always uh, willing to help a, a fellow traveler. If there's uh, something in it for us, if not, we have important business to do. He launches a couple of like just like flame spells into the air <laughs> in different directions. Aren't there other kinds of spells uh, you could test that aren't fire based? Not that I care to cast. What's the point? I'm not sure. All right, you got to stand back. I'm gonna I'm gonna summon a fire elemental. We'll see what he does as he runs back and forth. Oh no! <laughs> I think. Uh, he starts pulling we'll up take... his sleeves. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah. Isn't there something else we could uh, help you test out? I don't know. You guys want to uh, each hold a stick in the air at, on other sides of the, either sides of the boundary, and we'll see which one burns hotter and faster. Um. What or. Do you guys have yeah, any like? Yeah, Orin, you were the one who was all about the fire a minute ago. 
He's leaving. He just left. <laughs> he, put his, he put his headset down and left. <laughs> Chair spinning. He wants nothing to do with it. If you guys have any like fire spells or uh, fire or something, you could you could trade with me so I could test it and be willing to pay. Um, uh, I do not. Well, um, he's a druid, though. I mean, I know some fire spells, but mine are. Uh, he gets excited. Natural. They're natural in uh, origin. That, that that might be better. What kind of fire spells you got? Ah, uh, let's see. I can. Uh, have you tried? Uh, have you tried uh, flame blade? No. Flaming sphere. Well, you did flaming sphere. I saw that one. You can cast flaming sphere. Let's do this. 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 Let's do this, guys. Let's do sorry. this. You stand over here and cast Flaming Sphere, and I'll stand over there and cast Flaming Sphere, and we'll smush them together right on the boundary and see what happens. And we're going to go stand way over here. Well, un- then, unfortunately, I was not expecting to play with fire today. You, what, do you uh, what do you mean? So, I mean, uh, I did not prepare any of my fire spells today. Uh, you can still cast as a ritual, right? Not those. He like he like uh, he like his whole body just collapses. He drops his staff on the ground. His hat falls off. He's got a bald spot in the back. He's just like, <sighs> you got anything else? Apparently, I have a cat butthole in the camera. We could cast flaming sphere at the cat butthole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds kind of painful. If you really uh, well, if you cast to see the spells, John. Uh, really? The uh, I don't have any fire spells prepared. Ah, oh, man. Well, Orange is looking at Balos being like, this is why when people read, they go crazy. Every if you... He writes some, a, what's, your, <laughs> what's your name? What's your name? Uh, uh, I'm Mokuzar. Mokuzar. Son of Hokuzar. That's too much. It's too much information. <laughs> he, writes, he writes down your name. Flame Spirit <laughs> Experiment. All right. Well... If you if you uh, have time and you come back, I'll pay you guys like a hundred gold pieces to do that experiment with me. Okay, well, if we're ever in this region, I'll make sure and have some fire spells ready. Is, is your name? Is, is your what is your name? Is it Rick? Tim. Rick. San, uh, Rick Sanchez. Tim. Krieger, maybe. It's just Tim. Man. My name is Tim. Tim the magician. But uh, now I'm an enchanter. Uh, Balos, don't you have like a flame arrow? No, it's a bursting arrow. It uses force damage, not fire damage. Oh. I wonder what would happen if you cast that in the middle of a fireball, though. Uh, I don't understand. Isn't fire more evocation? Wait, what did Orn say? Don't remember. I don't know. I have dancing lights. Yeah. 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 I mean, not not much. That's. uh, I'm just. All right. Well. I'm gonna. Well. I'm gonna go set some stuff on fire. Yeah, Tim. Literally, the the only fire spell that I have prepared that I could do is I can. Light something small like a candle or a torch with craft. <laughs> yeah, that probably wouldn't get him too excited. Yeah. 
Yeah, all right. Well, uh, it's nice meeting you guys, I guess. Although it was mostly a waste of my time. All right. All right. Watch out for those, <laughs> watch out for those uh, rabbits. Tim. Those I rabbits. some rabbits earlier with a flame sphere. You guys watched have the Vorbulf type. Yeah. He, he opens, he opens his, he's got a backpack. He opens his backpack. Smoke comes out of it. And he goes, well, they're a little overdone. <laughs> but they're, they're cooked. He pulls out like a ch- charred rabbit. Orin takes it. Yeah. <laughs> he hands it to you. There you go. All right. Y'all have a good day. I'm just going to run screaming in this direction. Okay, Dan. <laughs> It mm. takes off. It just takes off running, screaming that off in another direction. Barbecue. That's not the weirdest thing to happen today. No, it's not. Is that a good <laughs> or a bad thing? Wait, I thought you said you didn't remember anything, Pim. Oh, I don't remember. What are you talking Our about? I was talking, I was talking about the demons. Well, that was yesterday. Oh, well, I guess that is the weirdest thing to happen today, then. <laughs> so far. Day's not that over cat's yet. A show stiller over there. And it's like, like constant cat butt. It's it's a, a camera he's, showing off, he's showing off his new bow tie he got today. <laughs> Johnny, yeah. you get one of those like things that like hang over the cat's tail to constantly like hide their butt hole. Yeah, the bejeweled butthole mm-hmm. cover. He's just showing off his little asterisk. <laughs> the, the technical term for those is the anal bum cover. Yes, <laughs> anal bum covers for a thousand. <laughs> He's all right. Show stealing with his sphincter. You guys, I mean, who, who wouldn't? <laughs> if you can get away with it on the internet, why not? Right. Why can't right. you get get away with it on the internet? I guess. I apologize, Danny. If it's not my donkey, it's my cat. Yeah. It's true. It's true. All right. Are we referring to again? Speaking of Descaro, <laughs> um, you guys, uh, it's it's starting to get dark. You all decide it's a good idea to walk for a little while after you meet up with Tim, just in case he comes back this way. Right. Yeah. yeah we want to get far away from uh, Smokey the, bo- the bear over there. Right. Before he sets the whole jungle on fire. You get uh, close to the edge of the road, and you actually see uh, a couple of uh, campsites are like set up as campsites with fire rings and everything. Looks like more caravans use them, that kind of thing. Look, look, this one's already got an outhouse, Doug. All right, yeah. This is this is practically glamping. This is glamping. All right, I guess we'll uh, we'll pick one of them to set up for the night then. Okay, yeah, one of them's got a nice little uh, dogwood tree. Covering it smells nice. We'll stop there. It's a couple of deciduous trees. Does anybody know how to play an instrument? I feel like this calls for bagpipes. Oh yeah, play some bagpipes, man. Yeah, do it. Yeah, the last time you you played your bagpipes, it worked out so well for you, man. John, can you give some guidance? Uh, I mean, sure. Why not? Let me see. Let me see. Actually, no, I can't. I don't have that. (laughs) You suck. But but I do have, so, I have some drums that I can play with you. <laughs> it doesn't matter because he rolled a twenty-four on his bagpipes. Good grief! He starts playing the crap out of those bagpipes. Um, everybody, make me a perception check with disadvantage, except for Bogus. You can't hear anything. Damn! <laughs> with disadvantage, we missed stuff. We missed things. 
Oh my 14. god. A 14. <laughs> a 3. Critical Balos failure. is plugging his ears and going la 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 because he's afraid the bagpipes are going to be terrible. <laughs> all right, 14. All right. Uh, not if you notice anything. All of a sudden, as if from nowhere, there's a goblin standing right in front of Oren, kind of snapping his fingers to the beat of the bagpipes. What? Oh, yeah. It is snaps. It is snaps, and he's snapping. That's right. He goes, hey, guys. How's it going? Snap. This guy here, we're, we decided to use one of these campsites and relax to some music. Is he a snappy dresser, too? He's a fairly snappy dresser, yeah. He's, uh, he's dressed well. How's, how's said, the family? Uh, everybody's doing good. Uh, we haven't had really any issues since... All 56 of his children. We haven't had too many issues since you guys took care of those bandits for us. Um, good. Glad to hear it. Oren, Oren, the other Oren, said uh, you're having quite a time of it trying to deal with these Githyanki eggs and possible octopus-headed people. And, uh, yeah, maybe more squid-like, but yes. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. been interesting. Well, um, y'all were so so selfless to help us out. Um, my uh, my, uh, my goddess that I that I, I worship, uh, she's a nature goddess. She uh, sent me a vision that I should come and help you, <clears throat> and I just felt like I just felt like it was the thing to do anyway. So when Oren said you were going to Kervor, I asked him to have you have you meet me here so I could go with you because I've got I've got people in Kervor. I've got cousins there. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I thought maybe I could just I could just travel with y'all for a while, help you out. Um, yeah. Sounds That'd be great. great. Do you, you like bagpipe music? Uh, I mean, if you play it play it the way Oren does here, yeah, I don't mind it at all. That was pretty good. Oh, it was. That was freaking amazing. Yeah, man, That's pretty good. I missed it. I had my ears plugged. You haven't got the full effect when we get the whole Chagook band together. Can add. I can play my drums along with his bagpipes. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to pick up a proficiency in loot or something. Let's do that. I can, uh, I can snap my fingers along to it. I'm pretty good at that. All right, maybe Balos can uh, dance. No, yeah, or, or sing like a. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, uh, all right. Just well, hear like Orn in between multiplanes, like dance monkey, dance monkey, dance monkey. All right, well, snaps. <laughs> No, he wouldn't do that. But Snaps agrees to join you guys. He uh, is going to count as a sidekick. Uh, here is his character sheet for you to all see. Um, and he is a he is a uh, a worshiper of Antelina, the, the goddess of nature. Here, that explains all the hemp material he wears. Right, and so uh, so. As a worshiper of her, he has uh, spells he can cast every day, uh, oh. things like that. Uh, so you can all check him out. Pretty nice. He, uh, speaking wins. of guidance, yeah. he can cast Oh, still again. Yep. Sweet. John. What? Look, he, he can pass. He can get. He can cast uh, Sacred Flame. 
As a cantrip. Yep. So we don't run into it. Tim again. <laughs> yeah, so his cantrips are Guidance, Sacred Flame, and Toll the Dead. You can cast Cure Wounds and Guiding Bolt at first level, and then Lesser Restoration and Prayer of Healing at second level. So uh, he's created directly out of Tasha's cauldron. Uh, yeah, so he's he's wearing leather armor. He's got a shield, a scimitar, and a short bow that he kind of carries with him. Plus, he uh, he can cast some spells. Yeah, he's pretty impressive. Wow, welcome aboard, Snaps. Well, we Thanks. tell him to, to go ahead and, and start snapping, uh, or and fire up those bagpipes again. I've got my drums out. Let's do this. Uh, and uh, Snaps is going to cast Guidance. <laughs> on which one? Uh, on on Orn. All right. <clears throat> All right. So it's plus a D four, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he if he's going to have to re-roll, if not, then he'll cast it on Mokuzar. Uh, I would, yeah, I would say Orin doesn't have to re-roll. That was a really okay. good roll. He'll cast it on Mokuzar. He's got the then. tune now. All right. So you get to add a D4 to your, your drum. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Good thing. <laughs> a double one. Ouch. Can I, yeah. Oof. Can I, he can use my inspiration. Man, I'm, I'm happy with that one. I think I'm the best drummer ever. Uh, Snaps looks over at you, Palace, and says, well, he... What he lacks in talent, he makes up for in exuberance. He's really hammering that that drum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like he's got some childhood frustrations that center around his mother that he takes out on that drum. <laughs> oh, Mokuzar's mom. I didn't put that together until just now. Yeah, we've heard of her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I finish yeah. my uh, my little uh, tattoo on the drum, there I say. Uh, yeah, I do. I do feel strangely better. <laughs> the the, that's, the that's from what great. I understand, the Chaguk tribe spent some time in and around the plains uh, that are uh, around Kahuktar. Oh yeah, and Southern Caravor. Yeah, it's possible. There's a lot of uh, a lot of tribes out through there. We're thinking we might Probably. might run into some other ones. I don't know. We're the last of the tribe, though, as it is. Except for mom, but nobody could ever find her. She doesn't stay put for very long. Yeah, I'm not sure where she's at or what she's doing. Well, we know what she's doing. We don't know. It's more about who. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That ball got rolling. There or was no what? Stopping it. <laughs> Uh, anyway. All right. So you guys, uh, you guys gonna stay here on the side of the road for the night? Yeah. yeah unless Snaps has any, any any better places he knows of. Oh, this is a great place. Yeah, this is this is what he was gonna recommend anyway. So he's fine with it. He says, oh, look, look, Brandon, Brandon's his, his impression of himself." <laughs> Pretty good, actually. It's dead right here. Mm. All right. Uh, so, yeah, you guys, that's a fairly well-traveled area here. Um, 
one of you roll me a. Uh, who, who wants to keep watch? Well, I'll keep watch for one of them. Uh, before I do, though, I'll cast Goodberry a couple times, generate some, and pass them around. All right. So I'll do that twice. So that'll give everybody five good berries each. Yay. All right. So you do that. All right. Then go ahead and do a perception check for me while you keep watch. And then who else each wants to of keep us? watch? Uh, yeah, just whoever's going to keep watch. Uh, Mokuzar's taking the first one. Oh, man. I didn't do a good perception one that time. Yeah, I only rolled a nine for mine. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all wake up the next morning. morning. Shouldn't be the most perceptive. Well, hang on. While I was on watch, once mm-hmm. it looks like everybody else is asleep, yeah, I'm gonna dig out one of those spores and go uh, plant it at the base of that dogwood tree. Okay. All right. Uh, but I don't want anybody else to see me doing it, though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you man- you managed to do that. You don't think anybody else noticed? Everybody else was sleeping or meditating or whatever it is. Baulos does uh, or thumb man, as he's known on the camera right now. S- sitting in his cloud of funk. Yeah. Alright, so you, you, you plant that, and when you cover it up, there's like a little little burst That's... of like blue sparkling lights come around, and one of them like goes into your hand and dis- disappears, which is weird, but it tingles a little bit, but it doesn't seem to hurt you. So you seem fine. What's, what's sad is that that thumb portrait was actually pretty accurate. <laughs> it was pretty close. I'm drawing glasses on it now. <laughs> There's a lot of birds flying around tonight. I think I just saw another birds, one. Birds are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we can't All stop right. here. This is back country. All right. All right. So, uh, so the next morning you guys wake up. Uh, Mokazar, you notice there's a tiny little mushroom growing up next to that tree. Nobody else seems to notice it, but you see it. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, that, that, that thumb, thumb face has glasses now. <laughs> nice. I think you're supposed to have hair on your thumbs by now, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Do what? What? It's pretty accurate. It's pretty close. All right. Uh, yeah, the next morning, you guys, I'll wake up. Everybody's still alive. <laughs> it's like there's two Brandons. Sleep. I don't smile that often. I felt like you needed to be more cheery. You were so angry last time. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> That's a face. That is a face that you is, make. That is a face. There we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Now we know why he doesn't do that. <sighs> the best thing about this Twitch thing is you can create clips. I'm just going to create a clip of him doing that with his face. Which one? The the, the two. I'm just going to do the two. Yes. Do the whole yes, thing. all of them. With uh, oh, that's next to you. All right. So, uh, yeah, everybody wakes up the next day. Everybody's still alive. It's good times. Y'all ready to go to Nemo's camp? You should make it there by the end of the day. Roy's camp. I'm never going back there again. Hey, um, not the chicken. Snaps, you didn't happen to run into some guy named Tim, did you? You mean Tim the Enchanter? Yeah, he nearly blew us up on the way here. Yeah, yeah. If you see him, don't go close to him. I mean, he's a nice guy, but he will set you on fire. That's not literally. 
what do I feel like I know more than a few of those people in my life? <laughs> Not even necessarily on accident. Like, if if you happen to be, you know, have a color of hair he hasn't seen burn before, he might just set it on fire. Oh my god! Whatever you do, somebody do something don't about be it. unique. What are you What are you going to do about a guy who casts twelve fireballs a day? What are you going to do to that guy? <laughs> That's a I get I guess question. Try your best to stay away from him. Yeah. And and who knows how many he actually casts? Just the only person who ever made it back alive after trying to count counted to twelve before they got scared and ran home. God, he must be all messed up, like some sort of demigod or something. Kind of reminds me of my brother a little bit, but not as awesome. <laughs> not as awesome. Who was your brother, Oren? Yeah. Wow. Who's your brother, Orn? He's not here no more. <laughs> okay. The last thing I remember was, here, hold my grog. I'll be right back. Uh, yeah. Lost a couple cousins that way. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. All right. So watch so, this. To Nemo's camp. You, you never hear, hold my, hold <laughs> my, you know, elven wine in the Feywild. No. no, nobody ever says that. They don't. No, must be a cultural thing. It is. It reminds me of old orc psalm. Good bit of wisdom. That horrible idea. What time? <laughs> hmm. huh. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, that's similar to the goblin one. We'll probably all die. We'll be there at noon. <laughs> We're all going to die. <laughs> we ride at dawn, bitches. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the elven saying is, um, we'll meet back here in two years and have a summit on making a decision on what to have for dinner. <laughs> oh. That sounds familiar. It's yeah, pretty deep, actually. Pretty terrible. The, lot of, uh, lot, lots of elves starve. The laurels are a little bit that way. They've been trying to come up with a to decide on a new pie at the end for like three years. They're uh, planning to have another vote next spring. Yeah, that makes sense. The problem is there's only two of them. The problem is there's two of them, and they each vote for a different pie every every time. That and one buys the ingredients better. and one does the cooking. So, that, you know, until they can agree, it's just not going to happen. Yep. All right. That two was a great lucky guys. Yeah, that was good. All right. Two of you lucky guys can roll me a d12. Uh, somebody doesn't get to roll one because you'll, you'll make it to the camp before sure. the evening. It's a seven from Oren. And a two from Bowerlos. The other cat's joining us. <laughs> There's, you get two cats in there now. All right. Um, so as you guys walk across into Caravor, um, almost immediately you notice that the the landscape changes from dense forest 
to more of a scrub plains kind of thing. You get uh, about halfway through the day, and you can actually see water on the horizon in the inland sea of, of Caravor. Um, yeah, do you guys want to talk to Snaps about anything while you're walking? So Snaps yeah, said you have contacts here. Yeah, I've got a couple of cousins live in Nemo's camp. Uh, got a couple pretty much in every town in, in Carefor, except, uh, well, you know, in the northern Carefor, anyway. Been here before? Yeah, yeah. Come to Nemo's camp at least once a year to trade furs uh, for, uh, you know, other goods and stuff that we can't get in Lorien, that kind of thing. Just see family. Sometimes I... You know, uh, exchange some some workers, that kind of thing. Change some workers. Yeah, like uh, you know, if we have too many kids at the camp, we'll bring some here to work work at, at Nemo's, uh, vice versa. But mostly, okay. it's it's exchanging furs for dried fish. Same family. Okay. What do you know about the process of becoming a hero of the realm in Caravor? Oh yeah, so you talk to the uh the Magus and Whitehorn. <clears throat> she uh you now she normally has things that they need done. Um and she can give you uh so the woman run their tribe? Very progressive. <laughs> well, it's not a tribe, it's a it's a tower city in uh in Whitehorn, if that makes sense. It's it's a giant tower that's a city. Um hmm. it's mostly it's mostly like for full size folk like you, but some of the levels are, you know, uh, normal size for goblins and gnomes and halflings and such. Um, and then uh, to get the uh, other half of the token, you have to go to Gahukdar. And normally, normally they throw you into the pit and you have to like fight a, a monster. Sounds like a ripoff. They're basically making you do twice as much work for for one protectorhood. Well, they they can't agree. I don't know what to tell you. You know, they just they can't. They can't agree on for this. I didn't vote for this system. <laughs> no, nobody nobody votes for it. Uh, it was a I think they call it a compromise. Nobody was happy about it, so this felt like it was the right thing to do. It sounds like a compromise if no one was happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I would, I would start by going to Whitehorn. You can walk there in like a, a day from Nemo's camp, probably. Uh, is that Magus and Whitehorn? Is like a, she pretty reasonable or? She's a goblin, so yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or you wouldn't by chance be related to her, are you? I think she's my third cousin, probably. Aren't they all related somehow? Hey, what are you trying to say? No, that's a, the spirit of being a goblin. You know, you're all related because you share that, your goblinhood. Oh, yeah. Is there going to be a problem with us, with the goblins, with us being orcs and all? No, there's plenty of orcs in, in Northern Carefor. Okay, I, just, I didn't know if there's, I'm not from here, so I didn't know if there's any bad blood or anything like that. No, no, it's fine. Okay. All right. So anyway, yeah, we'll get to Nemo's camp today, uh, and then tomorrow Any- we can walk to Whitehorn. Anybody we need to uh, watch out for in Nemo's camp? 
adventurers. They're freaking crazy. Well, you know, you know, you're adventurers. You're, We're not you're crazy. crazy. What are you well, implying? Hey, can you take a look well, at this tattoo uh, on my back and tell me if, if you know what it means? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know exactly what it means. It's hilarious. What does it say? <laughs> I can't. You, you don't know what it says? No. Then why did you get it? I kind of got blasted on, you know, dust. Uh, with these bunch of rich, yeah, with these bunch of rich nice. guys. Um, oh, in Galorn, yeah, they love that stuff up there. Yeah, and then I woke up with this tattoo. Well, that explains it, and that's a great story. You should show that tattoo to everyone. Well, not until I know what it means. Uh, sorry. Why won't you tell uh, me? So, so anyway, uh, yeah, we, we can walk to Whitehorn tomorrow. Uh, I might, I might get a skiff or something, but you guys can walk it. Uh, uh, a skiff? Yeah, well, it's a little. The water's a little high for me. I could walk it, but I'd rather, I'd rather ride. We could afford a skiff. Yeah, I think I'd rather ride myself. Yeah, it's it's up to you. It's, uh, I mean, it's most most tall folk just take their boots off and walk it. But uh, whichever you'd rather wouldn't bother me, I guess. All right. All right. Anything else hey. you want to talk to him about? No. I'm mad at him because he won't tell me what my tattoo means. <laughs> Has anybody else told you what your tattoo means? No. I haven't asked anybody else yet. You haven't asked either of the other guys? What, these two guys? Yeah. No, you haven't even asked. I speak Orcish and read Orcish, so if it's an Orcish, I would know what it means. There is that. Is it in Goblin? Since uh, Snap there can read it. Uh, uh, do do y'all speak Goblin? I do. Then yeah, you can read it. <laughs> what does it say? Uh, I don't know. What do does it say? Whisp- do you need to whisper it? Uh, what does it say? You tell me what it says. Oh, it's a glyph, and it's a goblin glyph. Oh, what's it mean? Uh, it makes makes a reference uh, to to someone named Bon Jovi, John Bovi. I don't know. Says something like it. It is. Is my my life? <laughs> it's my life. All right. So it's my life. It's a it's a goblin gif glyph that says it means it's my life. That's uh rather uneventful. <laughs> that's what that's what Mokuzar tells you anyway. I don't trust you. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask somebody else. All right. Uh, Snap, snaps uh, feels bad for you. He says, "What? Well, he's sort of right. It, it kind of depends on how you interpret it. Basically, means uh, expendable. You're, you know, it's you're expendable. You can 
your life is to be used by whoever needs it kind of thing. It's hard to translate exactly. But does it actually have any power or anything? I mean, it's in this. It's done. It's done with this dust stuff. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not a wizard. Just kidding. It doesn't say it's my life. It just no, says, it says it, expendable. I'm like Sylvester Stallone here. Oh, you're Sylvan Stallone, maybe. <laughs> Sylvan Stallone. <laughs> That's funny. I like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys get about. Uh, I just keep saying you guys. It drives me crazy. You get about a mile or so from from you the guys. You can see it. There's there's smoke coming up. But you can see lots of logs and log and wooden buildings, kind of things. But you also, as you're heading out this this way, you see a couple of uh, caravan, well, a couple of caravan wagons with uh, looks like women and children mostly in them, uh, hitting your way. A couple of old folks running the wagons. They uh, start rolling past you. They're it's a mixture. There's some goblins, humans, uh, a gnome or two. They kind of look dejected and tired as they're as they start rolling past you. What's going on? Uh, one of the the older guys walking as a gnome looks up at you when you say that. Say that says, uh, "Don't don't go there. There's something terrible happening in Whitehorn." What? What is We're it? Heading east. We're heading west. Well, There's what, some, some sort of giant floating mountain island thing above Whitehorn. There's these creatures came out of it there with squid heads, They're enslaving everyone. Hmm. Creatures with squid heads, tentacles. No, no, they have they have ears like yours, and uh, but but uh, pale uh, greenish yellowish skin almost. They, they're Gif. tall and lanky. They have dragons. Gith. It's, it's terrible. They've enslaved the whole the whole town of Whitehorn. <sighs> All right. Well, we know where the Gith went for sure. Anyway, he, he says, "Don't. I w- wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go further than Nemo's camp. Anyway, it's not safe." Thanks for letting us know. He shrugs and keeps walking. All right. Well, that's no good. Yeah, these things uh, kicked our tails last time. And now there's a whole mountain of them. And I think he said dragons, plural. Didn't you say Something that the tower was a whole city? Snaps? Yeah, yeah. Whitehorn. It's the, the whole town and city or whatever is in, in a tower. Yeah. I mean, how powerful would something have to be just to be able to conquer it like that? I mean, it would take an army of some sort. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't be able to do it with just a dragon and some people. You might get to destroy it with a dragon, but yeah, it would be it would be it would be All dangerous. Right. He looks worried. He's like, right, I've got a lot of cousins in Whitehorn. Yeah, well, that's why we're here. 
So let's get to right, the Nemoids get... camp and figure out what's going on. All right, yeah, you guys make it to Nemoids camp, uh, and sure enough, this it's, it feels like a place that's uh, under siege almost. You know, there's there's a lot of refugees milling about. Uh, the streets are all most of the streets are muddy, but there's like wooden uh, sidewalks, you know, along along the edges, boardwalks along the edges for people to walk on. But there's there's enough traffic that everything's just kind of muddy and dirty. Uh, groups family groups and such huddled up in different areas around town you'd imagine the the camp is probably three or four hundred people normally would be the population like living inside of here at any given time see a lot of fishermen uh it's like a fish market a couple of a couple of places that make ale and and uh spirits and stuff and uh a few places where people could, could stay but Everything seems seems full. There's a few groups that look like they might be adventurers wandering around. Um, you see uh, a lot of people that are injured to one degree or another, or, or you know, just in bad shape. Uh, any cousins here? You think we could stay with Snaps because this place looks pretty full up. Uh, yeah, uh, um, I've got a cousin that lives. Right on the water's edge, he's he's a fisherman. He's got a little hut that's uh, up above the water. We could probably stay with him. Um, looks like it might be the best thing to do. All right. You walk through town. You see most of the shops and stuff are open. Most of the places that sell general goods are pretty much empty of any kind of goods. That the uh, you see a place that. Like a Wainwright that makes carts and such, but there's not any for sale. Uh, oh man, there. looks like people have bought all the butt wiping paper. Right. Yeah, there's, What's there's going on? no toilet, no toilet paper at all. But uh, as you guys approach the water's edge, you see there are several uh, empty rafts and such. Looks like people are trying to sell those. A couple of families are trying to sell them. Uh, there's like standing there basically uh you know there's like one goblin or human or whatever standing there calling out you know we'll take two gold for this one or three gold for this one this boat's got oars in place we'll take you know three gold for it that kind of thing seems like a lot so if you so if you want to buy uh no uh snap studies you know those are all extremely cheap prices Normally, normally it would cost you that just for a ride on the boat uh, for the day. Oh, wow. Probably just trying okay. to get rid of them so that they could have some, some money to head inland with. Jeez. So, so if most of these are uh, refugees from Whitehorn, um, I guess maybe Bokuzar would try to ask one of them if they'd seen uh, the Magus. Or was she still in the tower? All right. Um, Roll me some sort of check here. Uh, investigation. Yeah, yeah. investigation, uh, perception, persuasion, something like that. To try and find someone to talk to you. Thirteen. Okay, yeah, you managed to find someone. Uh, one of the people selling a selling a uh, a raft. He says, uh, "Yes, the uh, the Magus. She she was still in town." She was trying to bargain for the lives of of the uh, 
women and children that that had been enslaved by the the creatures. So, uh, and was she making, as far as you know, was she making any plans to evacuate? Uh, everyone who she got everyone out that we could before they locked down the town. Uh, I don't think anyone else can make it out. They've got it. They've got it blocked off. They're they're going to use. They need slave labor for some reason. They said. Very odd. Hmm. Yeah, they're giant. It's like a floating island thing. Just kind of like came up next to the tower, and they just invaded on multiple levels. There was one of them on a red dragon. It was it was terrifying. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of good folk died trying to get away. We all kind of just scattered across the water. Uh, yeah. And they're still yeah. just there? They haven't made any moves away from the city? Uh, last we saw yesterday, they were they were just floating next to the tower. Okay. Um, yeah. To ask at this, point. you guys want to buy a raft? It's a, it's a four person. It's good. How much? Uh, three gold pieces. It's got oars. Well, no, but it's got poles. That's better than oars on the okay. short lake. Yeah, we'll we'll take it. All right. He he seems he's uh, surprised. Yeah, he, he lashes the, the poles together and sets them on the, in there for you and kind of shows you the good places to sit on it. That kind of thing. Okay. I, I hand him uh, I hand him eight gold. Oh, he's, he's extremely grateful. He says, ah, thank you. Very generous. Yeah, I hope your family finds, finds safety. Thank you. Thank you so much. He, he bows to you guys a couple times and and uh, heads off towards a small group of huddled people uh, off to the side and starts talking to them. So the guy leaves, I turned to Ballas and I was like, did you at least get like a bill of sale or something? <laughs> it's a raft. Um, I don't think we need a title for it. It'll be okay. I just, I just, I just wanted to buy the raft because it's easier to carry around than a boat. Well, Snap says, well, we can just push the raft, take, get on the raft and push it over to my cousin's house. Yeah, yeah let's do that. It's on the edge of the water anyway. Yeah, let's do that. All right, you'll do that. And um, Anybody got a, a, a nice, like, fisherman shanty that they can sing? Sounds like Oren's job. Nice, nice fisherman shanty. shanty. Also, also, yeah. if you had a boat with oars on it, it seems like rowing would be Oren's job. Yeah, and I could play my drums to uh, keep him in rhythm. Because if you're using an oar, you could say you were Oren. Huh? <laughs> well, John knows the most about poles. He's, he's an expert with poles. This is a quarterstaff. It's not a pole. Mm-hmm. 
I don't I don't want to know where that's going. All right. He says, <laughs> so Snaps leads you over to his cousin's uh, fishing shanty. It's uh, it's about you know five feet off the water, water standing five feet off the water on stilts. He tells you his cousin's name is Juju. He uh, all right. Catches fish out here and sells them. Be all a, right. A, a bad person, would he? No. As you guys get up to his little his little house, you see a, a fairly dark skinned goblin, actually kind of a, a, a dark mossy green, with his uh, feet kind of dangling almost to the water on the side of the side of him. And he says, "Snaps, what the crap are you doing here? You're not due for another couple of months." And they start talking in goblin for about thirty seconds, which uh, I guess Mokuzar understands. Oh! It's a shanty. But uh, Juju's got a couple of fish on a string. And as you guys start singing uh, the song, I can't stop. Just, the meals has to <laughs> Brandon probably still hasn't adjusted the volume. Probably not. <laughs> oh, I'm enjoying it immensely. Here we go. It's, um, it's a nice sea shanty for you guys. In case any of you were wondering why he kept... Orin only knows one song. There's no copyright issues because that song is so old that it's public demand. There you go. Although that particular version probably gets... Anyway. Right. So, uh, I don't know if any of you were wondering because Snaps kept saying you could just walk across and it is an ocean or at least a large lake of some sort. Uh, When you guys uh, start pushing your way through the water, the water is perfectly clear. Uh, you can see to the bottom, and you can see there's some fish swimming around and such. But uh, at least as far out as you guys go, it only gets about 18 inches deep anywhere you go. Mm. That's really it's weird. Only a little. So is it like this the whole way to the tower? This, this shallow? <clears throat> no, the, the entire the entire ocean is, yeah. It, I think there might be a spot where it gets three feet deep or so, but that's that's as deep as it gets, yeah. That's insane. It, how does it not just dry up? You wasted eight gold. I was I, doing I, it as an act of kindness. How does Let's, how does the yeah. ocean not dry up? It's know. deeper than three feet. Being deeper keeps it from drying up. Yes, I don't know. I'm not a physicist. I'm an archer, not a physicist, Captain. <laughs> I mean, I guess the same way, same way a pond doesn't dry up. I don't know. Some ponds do dry. It's fine. It's got water in it. Maybe the fish keep the water from drying up. Maybe. Maybe Maybe it's magic. What keeps the what keeps the mountains from getting too wet? I don't know. I'll I'll pray to Antelina about it tonight. Keeps the mountains from getting too wet. Keep. About my tattoo. That's yeah, but I don't think she'll that. remove it. 
I want right. to remove it. Let's go see Juju. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he was already talking to Juju. Juju says, uh, "Come on in, friend of Snaps, a friend of Juju. We'll eat fish and get drunk." All right. Maybe have to do that in the reverse order. Hey, Juju, real quick. Um, what does this glyph mean? He looks at it and snickers and says, "Cannot say." Why can't you say? Wouldn't be right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, should ask that guy I gave eight gold to to tell me. He probably would have told me. You give some. Give, if you give me eight gold, I may reconsider. We'll, we'll, we'll give you some gold for putting us up for the night. I, I give him. Ah, uh, yeah. You give him a gold piece. Yeah, we're putting us up. He catches that. Catches it and bites it and says, I don't know why we do that, but I have to do it. And he puts it in his pocket. And uh, he, says, Come on in. he starts he uh, starts up a little little barbecue thing he has set up outside of his house and starts grilling some fish on it. So he how says, long have these people been fleeing the tower? Uh just the last couple of days. So it's, uh, it's what you might call sudden. Any uh any so- Nice cat butt tattoo. Um, any any uh, excursions or any of those creatures this far out? Not yet. But if they if they come this way, Juju won't take it. Juju will leave. Seems probably like the best course of action. Mm-hmm. Have any of the people cousins. fleeing Whitehorn said? Why they attacked? Nope. I don't think they're giving any reasons. Uh, a couple of guys said something about they needed uh, labor for something, some people to do something. Sure. Right. I don't know. Hmm. Is there anybody who will send help? The Magus would be my normal response, but I think she's already there. But any from anybody yeah, from the know. other realms? Is there no system for distress signals or anything around here? Uh, a couple of groups of adventurers that were here, they, they've gone out there already, so they might clear it up. There was some hotshot yeah. wizard lady was here. Uh, with some friends, what was her name? Uh, Aurelin? Aurelin? Yeah, Aurelin. She was, uh, 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 she had the pointy ears like you. She was like a half-elf, maybe. Yeah, we've met. Yeah, she seemed pretty pretty keen on making the Magus happy, so sure she did. Maybe her, maybe her and her friends have taken taken care of it already. I doubt it. It's a bunch of when weird crap right like there. this happens. Well, when weird crap like this happens, we normally just expect adventurers to eventually take care of it. Gotcha. <sighs> well, I mean, when we get you? a chance, we'll have to try to send uh, Orin a, a message. I thought you said this guy was Orin. No, the the other Orin. You guys, is that a common? It's a common uh, orc name. I didn't realize that. No, no, no. In Lorien, the the Magi in Lorien. Orion and Lorien. Yeah, Orin and Lorien. Oh, Lorien. the Magus of Lorien. Yeah, Lorien. Yeah, sorry, Magus. I keep saying Magi. <laughs> Yeah, Lorian Dory. Ah, 
Oh, and a Lorian. Got it. Yeah, him too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, uh, how come? How come? This guy's got the same name. It's confusing. Spelled differently, but he doesn't know that because he can't write. <laughs> not same name. I Orn. Ah, that's not the way it's spelled. <laughs> you don't know. I do know. I, I I know how to read. You don't know. Words make you crazy. Like I heard that happened. I had a cousin that happened to. He read he read something and it made him crazy. Was it was it this glyph? <laughs> it was a different. It was it a different glyph. Every time, stop reading. <laughs> it was some sort of weird symbol. He read it and he went nuts. See, told you. All right. Uh, well, uh, everybody's had some food. Let's drink and maybe we'll just call it a night here. What do y'all think? Yeah, I think so. Fine. Oh, man. We'll call it a night here. Next time you guys can uh, make your way to Whitehorn. Sounds good. That sounds like a terrible idea. Let's not go to Whitehorn. Just a silly place. Right, maybe you could. <laughs> Did you ever want to be enslaved by Elithids before? Get Yankee? No. Uh, there was. I mean, I'm not into the whole tentacle thing. <laughs> when I was said, <laughs> when I was younger, maybe. I'm kind of past that point. You still have the Constitution oh, for me anymore. I think it's going to play the whole thing. I just wanted the one from the one. This is the musical. We should probably stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just looked at it too. You're welcome. Disturbing. Well, that's what you get when you come to a Goblins Gaming Podcast. You never know what kind of weird crap you'll see. Yeah. Because the internet. Yeah, and I can't just play right. that song because there's a whole musical now. I'd, I I'd had to find the right one. Yeah. Oh, wait. All right. I, wait. I know what it is. I know what it is. Hold on. I got it. I got it. I think I got no. it. Okay. Don't. It doesn't, it doesn't seem worth it. No, please don't. I don't feel like my life's been enriched at all. Camelot. 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 That is what I was looking for. Knights, I bid you welcome to your new home. Let us ride to Camelot. When knights are around the table, we dance whenever we're able. We do routines with all the scenes with a it's been so long since I've actually watched that. He starts snapping along, that's for sure. Oh, I keep looking at that cat thing on accident. Oh, it's freaking me out. <laughs> you aren't looking at accident. You keep looking over and over again. Uh, I'm going to go to off topic to stop Matt's music. That's where it is. All right, everybody. Everybody blame Matt. That's, that's the motto for the next week. It's Matt's fault. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh...
All right. Well, no combat this this session. Hopefully, we'll TPK next time. Okay. All right. We'll still win somehow. All right. We'll say bye to our Twitch folks, and then we'll tell Craig to get the crap out of here. All right. Bye, everybody. Have a great Thanksgiving, or if you listen to this after Thanksgiving, well. Have a great next Thanksgiving. Have the best whatever day you can. Whatever Thanksgiving is upcoming for you at that time. Yeah. It could be Thanksgiving 2023, and that's when we have a following, and people are going back over our old stuff. So, Either way, your next Thanksgiving will be the best one ever. All right. I'll tell Twitch to go away. Let's tell Craig to go away. Then everybody can go away. Bye, Craig. So, Danny, do do I need to change Mokuzar over now between sessions? Yes. Let's do that the next time uh, you're ready to go. All right. I'll have him ready to rumble. (laughs) Good night, gents. Bye, Craig. They have an amazing.